March 31st. I took Druyer, the Fields brothers, and Private Shields hunting, leaving our camp in the capable hands of Sergeant Ordway. Gone three days in search of game, Druyer shot two geese, Shields three peasants, discouraged by the lack of big game. Wait a minute. Peasants or pheasants? Pheasants. <laughs> so, you said it again. What? I still don't know what you're saying. Pheasants. Like, like the bird? The or, bird. Okay. <laughs> Heading back to camp, we were challenged. By some peasants. <laughs> <laughs> we saw what appeared to be a bear, his back turned to us. No sooner had we assumed our positions of attack than it turned around, revealing to be a man wearing a bear pelt. His size was astounding to the point of concern. <laughs> he wore nothing except the bear pelt and a pair of undergarments with the letters UFC sewed onto them. <laughs> he had a devilish grin on him. After a brief moment of silence, he shouted at us, Last one to the Pacific is a rotten egg! <laughs> oh no! Then, with a swiftness I have seldom seen among horses, he oh, ran no. through our party before we had gathered sense enough to stop him. I do not know who this beast of a man is. My greatest concern is that he may be in the service of the English, Spanish, French, or even the Russians, with a goal to establish claims of ownership and sovereignty for them over the Northwest. This cannot happen. Captain Clark and I have resolved to meet him. <laughs> <laughs> no. Ascertain his motives. And if they are opposed to our mission, stop him. God is my witness. I shall not be a rotten egg. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's really funny. I shall not be a rotten egg. God is my witness. <laughs> Today at the park, I heard a little kid say, uh, last one to the gate only gets a little bit of chocolate. First one to the gate gets a lot of chocolate. Like he was like hedging his bets. Like, no matter what, I'm going to get a little bit of chocolate. <laughs> oh, well, thank you for listening. You are in the Broctagon. I'm Cameron. That's Aaron. That's Sean. Hey, fellas, uh, we got a really cool question. It starts out, hi, Broctagon. My name is Jason, and I'm a history teacher from Astoria, Oregon. I'm preparing to teach my students about the Lewis and Clark expedition, and it got me wondering, how many times out of 10 could Brock Lesnar beat Lewis and a hunting party from the Corps of Discovery? The setting is the Great Plains, North Dakota, in late March. There mm. are six men total, each equipped with a Kentucky hunting rifle and a knife. They are the six most proficient hunters among the expedition. Looking forward to hearing your thoughts, Jason. Brock is screwed. What? What do you mean? Dude, you gave him a bear skin, and that's all he has. <laughs> On the Great Plains? And he's Brock Lesnar. I'm sorry, I zoned out for a second. Is he racing them to the coast, or is he trying to kill them, or both? They're going to try to kill him, and he is racing them to the coast. <laughs> <laughs> they are hunting him for sport. Yeah, the bear was just incidental. <laughs> if Brock Lesnar takes a walk in the woods and finds a mammal north of 50 pounds, he's killing it. <laughs> yeah. So Brock has a bear skin coat. Does he have any weapons or tools or anything? Um, He is in the wilderness, so he can make tools. 
So this isn't a race. This is this is like a stealth mission. He has to sneak into the camp of six guys and kill them. Well, put it as they are going to catch up with him or he's going uh, to let them catch up with him and then they're going to to duke it out. So I have two answers. One, if he's not allowed to be the aggressor and one, if he's allowed to be the aggressor. Okay. They're both dead. <laughs> both of them are double digits. Um, <laughs> the, if he's not allowed to be the, the aggressor and he just has to escape from these guys, I've got Brock one time out of ten. Seriously? If he's not allowed to put hands on them, if it's just like running away. He's allowed to put hands on them. He can defend himself. It's just that he's like being ambushed. They're sneaking up on him. Uh, all right. If he can't attack unless attacked first, then it's like two out of ten. Because those guys have rifles, yes. However, if he is allowed to make the first move, I've got Brock Lesnar six times out of ten. I think if he sneaks into a camp with six guys at night, <laughs> no one is getting out of there. I don't care how many muskets or whatever you have, how many yeah. flintlock Winchesters or whatever they had at the time, Bowie knives. If he gets in there and gets the jump, those guys are all done. Can I tell you what, what my number is? Please. Eight times out of ten. Whoa! Is that and is he allowed to be the aggressor for that eight? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because here, here's what I imagine playing out. Like Brock has actively challenged them. He knows they're coming for him. Oh, that's a good point. You know, so he he's not being completely ambushed. That's true. Yeah. You know, he's the one who made the rules for the race. I wouldn't doubt it if he sets up like a little like decoy camp to have them all gather around, and then he just starts taking them out. Brock Lesnar is coming at you in his bearskin suit. Maybe you, maybe <laughs> you're able to whip your knife out. Did he have like a tailor make it like a tuxedo? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> the tongue is a necktie. <laughs> oh, right this way, Mister Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> Shows him to a fancy restaurant. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He just my my, what a civilized man. He just keeps coming in. Like every time he's in a different, <laughs> he's wearing a different animal. <laughs> Deer, 40 beaver pelts. I like to think he orders a steak and they just like smashes his face in it so that it looks like a bear's eating the steak. <laughs> <laughs> the usual Mr. Lesnar? Ah, right this way. Open the back door. The outside is just a stream with like salmon trying to jump up. <laughs> <laughs> Like, if you put Brock Lesnar at the base of one of those waterfalls and you gave him an hour, do you think he could catch a salmon with his teeth? <laughs> Dude, I thought you were about to ask me if he could swim up a waterfall. <laughs> yes. So I'm, we're not, I'm not an idiot, Sean. <laughs> of course he could. What I'm asking. <laughs> Don't waste the people's time. If you gave him one hour and it was spawning season, yeah, I think he could. <laughs> I think he could. I'd go, uh, I'd go seven out of ten. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> Feels right. good. That sounds right. The bears come over and they're like, listen, man, you got to cool it. Like, I got to feed my kids. They go to the camp and they're like, Lewis, he's in here. Yes, throw off that blanket. But underneath, it's only empty muscle milk bottles. It's a trap. <laughs> We're all been trapped. <laughs> or maybe like Brock has a has a friend who is a bear. <laughs> <And> he's <just laughs> out camping with him. 
like Brock Lesnar and a brown bear yeah. versus six dudes. Oh, a brown bear? Yeah, no, that that'll kill everybody. Oh, Brock ten times out of ten. Brock and the bear. Uh, I I think if it was a bear and him versus the six guys, they'd kill the bear first because that's a bear. <laughs> Bears wearing UFC trunks. <laughs> but then they would then they would be screwed because they just used all their guns, all their shots on this bear. Oh yeah, listen. You give me any scenario we've ever had on this show and Brock gets a bear to come help him, it's 10 times out of 10. <laughs> like, even the one where he's Sherlock Holmes and has to replicate his success, it's yeah, still but, 10 out of 10. But you know what? Can Just to be sure, we should go through all of them. <laughs> <laughs> no, we didn't talk about Sherlock Holmes with a bear assistant. <laughs> I say, Watson, bring me the files. No, no, Watson, spit them out. Spit the files out. <laughs> Watson, tonight is the night we shall catch that dastardly Moriarty once and for all. Watson just like burps out a monocle. <laughs> Never mind, we're taking the night off. So, I see you were a doctor. Hmm. A lot of amputations on your record. <laughs> <laughs> you see it, dear Watson, it's elementary. He poisoned the berries. No, stop. Don't eat the berries. Don't eat the berries. <laughs> Curious, Watson. While I was out on my morning constitutional, someone has bitten all my violins in half. <laughs> oh. Sherlock Holmes and a bear. That's a, I would pay to see that movie. Oh, man. If something happens where this podcast, as we know it, can't exist anymore, we have to pivot to Sherlock Holmes and a bear. Like, yeah. That's immediately yeah. the backup plan. Your Majesty, Sherlock Holmes <laughs> and his assistant, Dr. W- <laughs> <laughs> they go to have their picture taken for the paper with one of those old timey cameras, and the flash goes off, and the bear just goes ballistic. <laughs> Watson, calm yourself, please. What say you, Watson? Uh, it was Moriarty, wasn't it? Away! <laughs> Mr. Holmes, I know you're the world's greatest detective, but I can't help but think that you've maybe dropped the ball on this one. <laughs> I think most of these crimes lately have been because of your associate, Dr. Watson. How dare you speak ill of him? Sherlock Holmes, you assured me your associate would be able to sniff out the killer. Yes. He has identified that barrel of smoked salmon as the final suspect. <laughs> he is insistent. <laughs> they must be the murder weapon. It's like a, you're like a pointer dog. <laughs> <laughs> Sherlock's holding up a wanted poster. And it's clearly a picture of a bear. And he's like, Watson, we got to find this guy. <laughs> The reason he doesn't catch the bear is from all the morphine he's doing. That's why it never occurs to him. It's it's all the drugs. All that violin playing, he thinks it's like awesome, but it's just like (laughs) he's just got a shoebox and he's like scraping a razor across it. (laughs) Ah, Chopin. (laughs) Oh, man. Watson, it would seem as though someone has left a five-pound defecation in the middle of the living room. Who could have done this? Moriarty. (laughs) Moriarty. 
Watson, did you interrogate that suspect? Ah, wouldn't talk because he didn't have a head. (laughs) (laughs) Well, at least you tried, Watson. Well, this man can't be the suspect. He was identified as having one arm. Let's go. Oh, he only has one arm now. It is him. (laughs) You've cracked the case. Good job, Watson. In the books, Watson is always identified as keeping a gun on him, and I really don't want that to change. <laughs> they, really, they really get in a scrape, and someone, like, I don't know, puts him in a bear trap. He just takes out his gun. <laughs> a bear with a gun. And Sherlock Holmes. Uh, Mr. Holmes, we've trapped Dr. Watson in a cage over there. You can't shoot. Bang! (laughs) My associate, Dr. Watson, has been deep undercover. And he's just at a circus, like on a unicycle. (laughs) (laughs) Very well, Dr. Watson, we may go now. Why are you looking at me like that? He, like, gets the wrong bear by mistake. (laughs) (laughs) Ugh. I think we've talked more about this than the actual question. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. Did we ever answer what we thought? Sean said two or six. Cam, you said eight, I thought, yep. right? Eight out of ten. I'll give him three. Really? I want to say three based on like him not knowing that they're coming. He knows they're coming. If he knows they're coming and he can like kind of set a like a muscle milk trap, I'll go to four. This was and like those guys were like malnourished. Like Sacagawea had to save their butts. They were not in a good way because where what are they now? Came in one of the Dakotas. You said, yeah, they're they're in the Dakotas. <laughs> they're like they're still technically at their winter fort, but like things aren't great. No, okay, let's play a little revisionist history here, guys. What is the worst thing that you could give him that would let him ten out of ten? So like. Not like a, a drone strike and like teleportation. Okay. Yeah, you can't say a nuke. Yeah, I get it. Or a machine gun. Maybe. What? Dude, he still has to get from North Dakota to like the California coast in the winter. Wait, I'm sorry. Is it what's the worst weapon that would help him get across or still or still make it to the beach? The question is not whether or not he can get to the Pacific. That is not the question. The question is whether or not he can beat this team of like frontiersmen. Yes. Yes. Wait, I thought he was going to the Pacific this whole time. That's what he wants, but that's not what the that's not what the question is. Oh, the, okay. I did yeah. not realize that. That being said, Brock wins ten times out of ten. You thought he had to go all the way to the coast. Oh no, 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 no. I mean, like he's an outdoorsman, so like it's not zero. I like yes. Th- See? These are guys. These are guys who we have in every history book because they were the first to make it to the coast. You're like, yeah, he could do it eight times. Out of ten. <laughs> what was going on? <laughs> no, I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, they they had themselves and the hunting party and this and that. Brock kills those guys and then gets six dudes worth of stuff. After that, yes. look left and just start walking. Like you walk yes. until you find water. <laughs> you did it. He's good. Okay. So that being said, we'll give him. A mode of transportation and a weapon. Hypothetically, he has to kill the hunting party and get to the coast. What's the worst things that you could give him that we give him 10 out of 10? I want to give him a machete and then one of those people movers from the Disney parking lot. <laughs> Keep in mind. Because in the back, 
In the back, he can just load up like bison or anything he's killed. You know what I mean? I was thinking like give him a glider or something. He just says the breath of the wild, jump off a mountain, <laughs> and glide down on the whole way. Uh-huh. Yeah, I hope he has stamina yeah. bars. Oh, Brock has stamina bars. <laughs> it does, it's not going down. Why is it not going down? <laughs> it's, it's going up. Why is he getting more powerful? <laughs> Come here, wind. He <laughs> goes to those like prayer statues and they start praying to him <laughs> for stamina. <laughs> Everywhere he goes, they're just like, oh, no, Ganon, he got bigger, run away. <laughs> you know what? This might be the most obvious thing. Give him an ATV. Those are made for Dude, many types of terrain. Give him an ATV. I'm giving him a dirt bike and a shotgun. <laughs> I think that gets the job done. We are completely on the same page. A dirt bike and a shotgun's pretty good. A monster truck and a flamethrower. Oh, man, he's going wherever he wants. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's like the three most terrifying things that could be together for that time period. Yeah. <laughs> you could you he could probably take over Washington DC. You could absolutely. Oh my gosh. I mean what what year was that, Cameron? Uh it's like 1805 or something. Okay. <laughs> I'm certain you could end this country with a monster truck in 1805. <laughs> 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 I'm certain. <laughs> pulls into town into Washington, D.C. On a, on a monster truck with a flamethrower. He starts burning down the, the White House the, across the ocean. The British are like, ah, yes, we will invade America and burn down that silly white... Wait, someone already did it? <laughs> That's what I was going to say. <laughs> what? We didn't get a chance. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Lesnar. We promise you a lifetime of... Wait, no, 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 no. No, no, no. Don't, don't, don't come over here. Step no. away yeah. from Buckingham Palace. <laughs> He's turning around. He's turning around. <laughs> he definitely could have like he could have turned the revolutionary war revolutionary war for the British I don't think there's a military conflict pre-Vietnam that he couldn't somehow <laughs> win <laughs> <for the> monster <laughs> truck World War II <laughs> hey dude listen what's mustard gas to gravedigger <laughs> is not a <laughs> shut up you need to shut up right what's now what's mustard gas to gravedigger that's the greatest thing anyone's ever said what do you think's gonna happen <laughs> to those trenches Cameron they're jumps now <laughs> this is terrible the axles yeah, the allies and the axles baby <laughs> <laughs> Another great episode of the Broctagon. Be sure to tell your friends and be sure to come back next week. An all-time great guest coming on the show for all you hoop heads. Dennis Rodman coming on the Broctagon. I know. No way. Yeah. He's here promoting his new book, Outside the Lines, Sex, Drugs, and Other Things I Did During Timeouts. <laughs> we'll see you next time. <laughs>